Pod Boys Productions. Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. And I don't want to be that guy. Welcome back to Brooklyn Rebound Network, Mr.'s Pod. Mr.'s Irrelevant boys are back in town with your boy, Padre, over here, of course. And let me give a warm mahalo to all the listeners and everyone out there. And also a nice aloha to them as well. Don't listen to me the same thing? No. Uh, as someone who has just been to the great state of Hawaii, proper pronunciation. I hate there. that. Yes, well, turnabout is fair play with all your uh, Jaguars <laughs> bullshit. In Hawaii, aloha means goodbye as well as hello. Mahalo means, like, please and thank you. So they're, both words are do have double meanings, but they're two, for two separate things. That sort of thing. And, yeah, kane is men. Like, the men's room says kane. I believe you pronounce it K-A-N-E. It's spelled Kane, like Harry Kane. Yeah, it looks like Kane or like that wrestler, I think, Kane. Is that is he with a K? That's what it looks like on the page, on the door. I think pronounced Connie. I was just in Hawaii, so, you know, I had a great vacation there. And, you know, I was having a gay old time, of course. And then I was hoping, you know, the, the way my vacation was lining up, my basically my last day or second last day was going to be the first Sunday, or was the first Sunday, of uh, the good old NFL season, which we, of course, extensively previewed on our last four episodes. Go back and check those out, I guess. Very thorough. It's a little bit old news now, I, I suppose. But, yeah, very thorough X's and O's. Don't believe us on those when we say it was ill-researched or lightly uh, researched. That was just uh, us being um, self-deprecating, you know, humble. Clearly, it was well-researched. But, anyway, the point of the story is I was all set to just kick, you know, cap off rather my great hawaiian vacation hawaiian vacation i still hate it with a great start to the nfl season and then hit the plane home feeling good you know smile on my face all the way and um as people can probably figure out that's not exactly how things went down and yeah i mean i still had a great vacation but basically what i'm saying is Eh, football, you know, do we need it? <laughs> I'm so glad we've reverse reverse positions here because, like, you're you're all a eh, football. Do we need it? I last year was like really on my way out on football. I was in four fantasy football leagues, hated it, didn't didn't work on any of them, barely watched the games, and honestly, this season, like, I'm having a bit of a turnaround. Um, I've said on Twitter, like, nothing hits like Dallas Cowboys wins. Yeah, I saw. I well, you didn't like it, so that's all right. Whatever. I was not. I was in a bad mood <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but like, I might be having a football renaissance, partly because I don't have a girlfriend. Fans of our Midsummer podcast will note that I am not in a relationship with a girl I took on a second date to that film. Which, whatever. Mm. 
And you don't have a third date based on going to see that as a date movie. Uh, I, I, uh, as I'd said, it was probably not a good date movie. Ever. Yeah, let, let's save it in there. All right. Shocking. I'm back, dude. Like football again. Like, I'm watching football and enjoying football and everything's, like, cool. Okay. I mean, listen, am I being a little, uh, uh, am I exaggerating a little bit my lack of interest right now? Being hyperbolic. Yes. Am I, well, yeah, I guess. Am I being hyperbolic about how I'm not wanting to talk about football? I guess I probably am, because listen, I could talk about it for days. I could watch it for days, even, you know, when I get disappointed with it, but it's just, it's just tough after tough to be keep the excitement level up and you know i did it to myself i probably even said how i was doing it to myself and i think a lot of us browns fans did yeah man the incessant hype in the off season was obviously too much to handle for the team at least in week one and i said it to my friends uh on our group text my, my browns fan friends this was the earliest in the day the browns have ever disappointed me of course, being yep. in Hawaii. What did she watch it at 8 a.m.? 7 a.m. Christ, man, dude. The game started. I couldn't even sleep. I, I get, like, too excited. Like, it's, like, Christmas morning. Me the day before week one. You know, Sunday. First Sunday. I was literally up at, like, 4.30. Just, like, watching. Went to... It was cool. I mean, there's, like, a bar down the street from the hotel I was at in Honolulu. Um, Waikiki. There's people in there. There was a, t- a... It was packed with, like, Eagles fans for some reason. They were doing, like... First half of their game, they're losing yep. to the the. Uh, what what did we decide on that other team's name this year? Uh, I the, think we uh, have an opportunity to decide on a new thing. Bullet skins are. Yeah, I think Yunam gave us one last time, but I forget what he went with, and now I can't remember. Let's call them skin babies. Nope, I don't like it. You call them what? Skin babies, but I don't like that. Skin babies. I don't know. I don't know. Everything's a baby <laughs> to me. Skin ba- I've got cats and I love them. All right, the Case Keenum led skin babies were beating up on them in the first half, surprisingly. Uh, and these a bunch of these Eagles fans were losing their minds, swearing and cursing, with all the class of a of a Philly That's fan. That's very surprising to me. Yeah. Out here in Waikiki, uh, but then when they turned it around and tied it up, took the lead in, uh, later in the game, they started doing like literally like minute long. I was with my dad at the bar. He started, like, filming them doing this. Like, he was amused by it. They're they're literally doing, like, a minute-long song after every touchdown. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Yeah, Eagles fans do songs like Soccer Hooligans, and I, I'm, I'm not here for it. I also watch soccer, so I'm not trying to hear you sing about your football team in America. If you're playing American football, we're not singing. You will walk alone. Well, they were singing together, so... But anyway, over on the TV where my Browns were playing, you know, it was obviously massively disappointing. I don't want to go over it too much. We could talk about other things. Like I said, it's hindered my, uh, obviously, my excitement on the season. Not not like we're wanting to give up already, but it was obviously not what anyone wanted. It was an embarrassment. The amount of penalties was the main issue, I would say, and yeah. the main reason for the loss. And that's down to coaching generally, which is one of the most disappointing things because I thought Kitchens was going to be a good head coach. It, it is going to the thing of he has no experience at the head coaching level or even being coordinator until halfway through last season when he was fired and he was moved to offensive coordinator. So obviously that could be an issue. And if they don't get it corrected this and now uh, to, to go to this week, 
you know, to timestamp where we are right now, there's a game on right now, which also could maybe say something about our excitement level that we're recording during an NFL game right now. It's Thursday Night Football, though, you know. Panthers, uh, Bucks doesn't look like a good game so far. Panthers are winning 6-3 in the second, but um, the Browns have the Jets on Monday Night Football, actually, this weekend, or this uh, next Monday. Sam Darnold is out due, apparently, to mono, which is typically known as a, a illness you get in, like, 10th grade it's at new york but still i mean if this is pretty much a must win scenario for i mean it's not even pretty much it is a must win scenario for the browns here and given the fact that they're facing trevor seaman now as we've called him in the past i think it might technically be simian and a jets team that blew a 16 point lead in the fourth quarter to the bills and they have a bunch of other injuries as well we lose to them on Monday night there, I mean, yeah, it's it's over for uh, me and them, and so maybe I'll start getting more into soccer. The reason Tennessee, we'd love to have you uh, in the EPL. The reason Tennessee beat you guys was, A, because one of your offensive linemen punched a Tennessee Titan and got ejected from the game. You just don't, he, don't actually, come back from that scheme-wise. I don't... Sorry, I don't mean to, you know, cut in there, but just for clarification, he actually kicked the man in the head. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He punched him with his foot. Yeah, so you can't Even do worse, that. Really. Oh. <laughs> Word. And the Titans' defense is pretty fucking good, actually. But that's not great for you yeah. because... Well, it's great for you that this isn't soccer because that offensive lineman isn't serving a red card right now, so he might not be suspended. Um, I don't know. Is he suspended? I don't believe so. Uh, I don't think that's the rule in the NFL, to my memory. And I haven't seen anything coming out online or anything about it. I assume I would have seen it if he was. But regardless, we have a lot of offensive line issues. It was playing. It played poorly the whole game. Certainly that didn't help. And just the penalties, like I mentioned, on both sides of the ball. It was just a bad effort all around, except for like the first drive of the game, where it looked like we'd come right out and be good. And the Titans, I don't know, are they good or yeah. not? I think it's hard to tell from this game. We couldn't tell in the preview either. It was no. one of the teams where we were kind of like, could go either way. Maybe at the end of the season, we'll be like, oh, this is one of the better teams. But they weren't playing well in the first half, at least. You know, it was a low-scoring game until the second half. Mariota didn't look good in the first half. He then started looking good when he got the ball in good field position, and they made some big plays. But I don't know. In the papers the next day in Hawaii, I'll just say it a normal way now. In Hawaii, they, because uh, Mariota's from there, right? I saw the sports section, like, the big headline was, like, Mariota sacks the overhyped Browns or something. That was, like, in the Honolulu news. <laughs> Wait, the headline didn't say the local boy makes good? No, they didn't take it quite that cliche. That wouldn't have highlighted the Browns enough, you know, to shit on them, you know what I mean? So That's fair. They had to put overhyped Browns in the, uh, in the title itself, you know. And we deserve it, so I don't, you know, I'm not... Yeah, I generally think you'll be fine. Uh, You won't be playing a defense that good every week. (laughs) Supposedly the Jets' defense is that good, but their quarterback... Well, they choked, clearly, week one. Well, and now their quarterback has the disease you get from drinking after your best friend's older sister, and then you tell everyone you kissed your best friend's older sister. Hmm. Just kiss, not even made out, just like a, a peck on the lips. It was 12, what do you want? A chaste kiss. Well, I don't know, you're making up a lie regardless. <laughs> I don't know. Go for it all the way. <laughs> yeah, so you, I don't know. Your problems were with that Titans defense. I think the Jets defense might be that good. Um, I think the Jets as an organization and team are pretty bad. Like, I, I think you might get out of this with a win. 
um, especially given that they've spent the entire offseason planning to have Sam Darnold play quarterback. And another compounding issue is that could foil us is they're now defensively coached by Greg Williams, so revenge game for him. Not a position you want to be in considering his propensity to have his players play dirty, which Beckham apparently talked about in a press conference today, like said, called Williams out. So um, I don't know what's going to happen on Monday night, but I just got to hope that... Uh, I don't even think Greg Williams is good, man. Uh, well, I know, but like, he, but if, he, he's okay maybe, but um, overrated, but I think he can get a group of guys motivated at least, whether it's for good ends or not. I think it's clear he can do that to some extent, so I don't want it to be in the form of revenge against a team that wouldn't hire him after he was made the interim head coach last year, obviously, and did it, you know, they coached him to a good record for that rest of the season, at least, so I don't know. It, on paper, again, it's, it looks like we should be a fine, especially with all our injuries, but on paper it was the whole offseason, and paper doesn't play the damn game, so. Right. I want to see a good coaching effort, basically, is the most important thing. Luckily, their head coach is Adam Gase, who's not really, uh, in my estimation so far. Has yeah, a just a retread of a retread of a retread. Adam Gase shouldn't be an NFL coach, and he has no good football ideas, a la the meme from I Think You Should Leave. He, he has no good football ideas. I'm doing the best at this. What was the thing from I Think You Should Leave? The old man, when they're in the focus group, and it was like, you have no good car ideas. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Good show. Anyway, let's move on from my disappointments. Although, I guess I'll just add, yeah, it wasn't even just that. Like, the whole the whole week one went bad for me. Both my fantasy teams lost. I know you're not playing this year. It, it was just a bad start of the season. Hopefully, week two turns it around for me. None of my fantasy teams lost! Well, yeah. But you are in fantasy EPL league, is that correct? Did you say something about that? Yeah, I'm in a fantasy EPL league. Yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in one of those. Uh, it was the international break, so I didn't play fantasy uh, soccer. Okay, because I was going to say, what'd you do with your week then? Um, I was just free of everything, and I felt amazing. Yeah, no girlfriend, I no felt fantasy amazing. team. What do you do? <laughs> I didn't worry about other things. No girlfriend, no fantasy football. You watched any good, did you rewatch Evangelion? For just me and time? my daughters. Asuka? Actually, I, I did watch Evangelion for the third time. Okay, I thought you already had three uh, three watches last time I saw you. So. No, 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 no. This is the third time. So that was an exaggeration, but now you caught up with it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's very good. Yeah. There's, uh, hey, I'm watching some good. Obviously, check out my reactions to that on Drew's Views over on my YouTube channel. Just type in Drew's Views with Z's. You know, like the Z's over here, Mr. is irrelevant, and that's kind of my motif. Yeah, search that on YouTube for some great reactions, I guess. Great. I mean, they're fine. Yeah, it's but yeah, cool well, now. Uh, Drew finally met the best character in the show, Asuka. Mm -hmm. Eric's favorite character. I'm trying to say her name the way you, you said to pronounce it, too. Asuka, right? Asuka. So do it for me again. Yeah, uh, her name's Asuka. Asuka. Gendo's partner, the other, like, older scientist, his name's Fyutsuki. And later, a person's name will be Kaoru. Kaoru? Yeah, they all look like they shouldn't be pronounced that way, but they are. Okay, and we got this new character now came in with Asuka. I've just been calling him Ponytail Man because I haven't been able to remember his name so far. But what, what's that character's name? Uh, his name is Ryoji Kaji. Kaji. Aren't she like calls him Mr. Kaji? Sometimes the issues with, I'll say specifically with animes, I think. 
or I don't know if this is a Japanese thing or what, a TV thing or what, but, like, a lot of characters will be called a lot of different names, and, like, different characters will call the same character a different name, you know? Maybe I just... Yeah. Maybe that happens in other... In English language stuff, too, and I just don't pick up on it because, like, I'm used to the language, but... It happens specifically in Russian literature where, like, one character's name will be Alexei, whatever, whatever, uh, something off, and then other people will call him a different nickname and you're supposed to just know based on your mastery of the Russian language that his name is also Konstantinovich. <laughs> right. Well, that it, was probably it, not going to come up for me too much, but um, but yeah, good uh, good analogy there. What's the last Russian tome that you've uh, you've read? Uh, the last Russian novel that I read was Fathers and Sons by Ivan Turgenev. Is that a contemporary uh, author? Is this like a history? A, a no, classical no, it's like Russian literature around the time of the revolution. Written in that time or said? Uh, written, I think. Anyway, let's get off this probably. Um, yeah, well. Uh, back on, I mean, you know, even I might rather go down this way to avoid talking about the, the week one that disappointed me. But I guess we can, I mean, you said those that Cowboys victory was hitting for you, right? Well, that was another issue for my dang fantasy team. I, I had Cam and Dak decide to start Cam. He didn't do Ooh, much. Dak, Dak went ham. And yeah, lost that match. Probably would have won if I wouldn't have done that, so... More disappointment for me with the, that Cowboys game. But what I mean, it looks like they pretty much just rolled the, the Giants, who are a bad team, it looks like, but as we thought. But uh, what, any more insights than that peripheral one for me there? Yes. So last year, we were one of the last eight teams in it, even with our offense and defense coordinators being who they were. In the semifinal game, the Rams knew all of our, like famously, knew all of our defensive calls before we got out there. And our offense just, like, it wasn't lit. All of last year, it seemed like, especially, we were doing very poorly before we traded for Amari Cooper, and then he kind of opened up our offense. It seemed like we were doing well in spite of a very, like, Madden-like six-play system where players will do a certain number of things, and they will not vary, like, they will not change from the things that they have decided, that we have decided that they will do. It was easy to guess what we were doing, and we weren't a very interesting or surprising offense. But we do have a lot of good players on that offense, especially on the line, and especially at the skill players, and you, like, one thinks whatever one thinks of Dak. But he played like a grown fucking adult in that Seattle game, and I was very proud of him. And this year, Kellen Moore's offense, and by the way, absolute the highest of shoutouts to whoever it was on Twitter who found that gif of oh, Kellen yeah, Moore that. just, that like, slamming the, the playbook shut last year and rolling his eyes. And they're like, that's why he, he just decided to retire and be like, the <laughs> yes. yeah. To save them from what? Scott Linehan was who it was? It was Scott Linehan. It was one of Jerry's old guys and one of Jerry's new guys, Kellen Moore, just, like, took the spot. And he has ideas. He has good car ideas. This offense is, like, fucking humming, dude. We've taken all the lessons that the rest of the league has learned with you start plays with play action... You, you have the league's highest paid running back, who is actually very good for now and is on a seven-year contract. But you start plays with play action. You open up things for your receivers downfield. And your quarterback is, at minimum, one of the best 18 quarterbacks in the league. And I think he's better than that. But, like, something's going to happen there. If you have, with all of our talent on the offensive line and our talent on receivers coming into their own we, we're deep at tight end even though we're not great at tight end uh jason witten's back thank god not calling monday night football games there's this energy to the offense this season that we've not had 
in nearly a decade, despite, you know, like my undying love for Tony Romo. I'm really lit on this Dallas Cowboys team right now. And of course, I'll get my heart broken and we won't even make the playoffs this year for some reason to be determined. But, and I know it was the Giants, but this was a great experience watching like a modern offense hit for the Cowboys. Yeah, no, I mean, they they definitely seem to be in good shape offensively. I was just going to say, yeah, and you kind of said it was the Giants. That is like the one caveat, I guess, with that. Like, oh, the Giants are ass. They seem bad. They could be one of the worst teams in, in the league. So we got to see how much of that was. I mean, because also like the Ravens and Lamar Jackson went down to Miami and just kicked the shit out of them, right? But we also think Miami is one of the worst teams, so... How much stock do we take in that? Like, is uh, Miami's in, the worst team, yeah. but yeah. But like, it, it's a little comparative, I guess. And wait, was it in Dallas? I can't remember now, or was it in New York? Yeah, I was in Dallas. Okay. Which is kind of significant because for the last 10 years, the Giants always beat us in our home opener. Every time, more than half of the years, the last 10 years, I believe the Giants have played us in our uh, home opener and they've always beaten us at Cowboy Stadium. And with a combination of uh, them being very bad and us maybe being very good this season, ah, I'm excited. All right, and who do they have this week? Actually, they have those uh, baby skins, uh, baby or skins. what are we calling them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't like it Skin still. babies. Skin babies. No, I don't like well, it. Well, skin babies is much worse than baby skins, which I still don't like, but putting the, ba- putting the skin first makes it even creepier. I don't like it either. When my friends want to play Super Smash Brothers, I call it Smush Babies, and that's what I was going for. But it's yeah. uh, it's not working on the podcast. It doesn't, yeah. Oftentimes, you'll be surprised, Eric, but oftentimes uh, inside jokes among friends don't really, don't really translate as references uh, to other things. Yeah, I don't know what to call them, but that's who you're playing. So starting off the season with two straight divisional, matches there huh yeah they often do this to the nfc east and i know they do this to other divisions but i don't pay attention to you they don't do it to nfc north that much sometimes we start this a lot yeah. of times we start the season with a matchup but i can't really remember too many times it's been two in a row the nfc east they're always juicing for tv ratings that's just what it is you think yeah let's see i'm trying i'm looking at the slate now and seeing if anyone else is starting off like that oh yeah the, the nfc north too maybe um the Packers are home to the Vikings. They obviously started the season off. Oh, yeah. Packers, Bears, Packers, Vikings. So I only saw a little bit of that game because I was, I was traveling a little bit that day. But, um, man, uh, it seemed like a terrible game, uh, like 10 to 3 or something. Mr. Biscuits uh, was coming out looking terrible, right? Yeah, Mr. Biscuits might be really fucking bad at football. You hate to see it. I guess if there's if there's any other things you want to talk about from the week one matchups, I was going to... A couple... I guess Kyler Murray is facing Lamar Jackson this uh, Sunday. That could be interesting. Cardinals um, tied with the Lions. So there's a t- another uh, season starting off with a, uh, a tie for one one game. Wait, who tied last year? The Browns and Steelers did week one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray looked okay. I didn't really see any of it. I don't know if that offense is good, but he looked okay. I didn't see the game really any of it, but um, or I didn't even really see the highlights to be honest. But I believe they were down a couple of scores at least for a lot of the game. He kind of brought them back toward the end. Is that correct? Yes. So that's probably promising. So like once they were they had their back against the wall and like he was just basically running a two minute offense for eight minutes. Um, he really hit his stride, or the offense did, but like he was at the helm of the offense. Uh, he might be okay. Yeah. I don't know um, if they have any other 
unexpected offensive weapons or anything, but... Well, they have Keyshawn Johnson, which I was surprised to hear Keyshawn because I don't Johnson. like pay the college football. Yeah, they have a receiver named Keyshawn Johnson. It's spelled differently, but his name is Keyshawn Johnson. I was going to say, is it his son already somehow? Or I guess it might be no, possible. No, no. Keyshawn Johnson could have a son that's like almost 18, if not already, I guess, I suppose. But yeah, it's spelled different already. That's, it's weird how things happen like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I mentioned that Eagles game with the fans singing. They came back, obviously. The, the Falcons looked... We were kind of um, high on the Falcons, I think, in our preview, but that is... I'm maybe not, not sure that I was high on the Falcons, and I hope that I wasn't because they look really bad and they need to... Were, I mean, I think we were both kind of like, they might be better yeah, this year. Yeah. Or we think they're going to be competing this year, but they looked like one of the worst teams as well. Just from that one game, of course, but I don't know. And then apparently, I, I was so... That was the Sunday that I had my last full day in an, our nation's 50th state there. Uh, I was traveling back on the Monday then, and, you know, with the time zone change and everything, I was on the plane for basically both of the Monday night games, which was really like Monday afternoon yeah. for me where I was. And apparently I missed a barn burner of a game with the Saints-Texans, so you can fill me in on some stuff that happened there if you watched that one. I don't know if you did or not, but... Honestly, Monday night, I was at a bar for a friend's birthday and kind of watching the game, but also kind of being flirted with by a person who comes to my group of friends with another person that I ship her with. So that was a weird situation for me. I wasn't paying a ton of attention to the game. But basically, the Saints started slow and then Drew Brees, Drew Brees, and the Texans, uh, Texans. And what did the girl do? Both quarterbacks looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was fine. <laughs> they they left together okay. as friends, and I did not like ask for her number. So you you acted like you did what Drew Brees would do. Acted respectfully. <laughs> sure. Yes. So you didn't really you weren't paying attention, but you were you had a not one eye to it a little bit. It looked like I mean it seemed like it was a offensively exciting affair. Yeah, it was like if the Eagles game had been competitive after the third quarter. The Texans took a like an early lead. Everything looked great, and the Saints did what the Saints do and played really well in football games, and the Texans had some problems, uh, specifically on defense, stopping the Saints' offense. Uh, the Saints look as deadly as ever, and basically I am willing to chalk the early game struggles up to, uh, you know, like off-season rust. Yeah, apparently I did see some stat, like that was the first Saints opener they've even won in like nine years or something. Right. So they, they have had a big problem with season openers for a while so well one time like uh it might have been eight years ago by now jesus christ but the saints in one of their deep playoff run years lost horribly to the browns they did in like week three i remember that of course i do uh yeah i don't think i was in week one i guess but it was early in the season yeah they did lose yeah, to us they do this is but yeah i mean but we were saying like the texans could be really good or they could be a little status quo like they were but but i mean that's a respectable loss Again, without having seen much of it, it seems like, you know, at home, I mean, on the road in a tough New Orleans uh, dome week one, and they still put up a lot of points. So, yeah, I don't know. Now, they're home this week to the Jags, who uh, that was another development from week one. Nick Foles there had about a uh, played about a half for the Jags and went out with some type of injury. I can't remember. Is it a 
a clavicle, clavicle. a broken clavicle. That's not a season ender, typically, is it? I don't deep, know, or is it? Deep heads of this podcast will know that that is a season oh, ender. Oh, right, because uh, it ended Romo's season, or but uh, Romo, yeah, it ended Romo's career, I think. Well, he had no, no, it was another injury. Yeah, no, the Romo clavicle injury. I feel like it happened later in the season. So even if he was done for the season, that, that doesn't mean like someone in week one necessarily will be that. That hasn't been injury prone as well, to my knowledge. That's fair. I don't expect to see Nick Foles back this season. But good luck to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, so they and they're playing. Uh, the Jaguars are playing uh, those Texans uh, in Houston this week. Jaguars uh, with uh, with a quarterback, a rookie by the name of. I'll give you. A, all right. I don't know if you. Well, first I'll ask. Do you know who their rookie quarterback is? Without saying the name, do you know who it is? I don't know his name. So we're going to have to Evangeli on this. Tell me how to pronounce his name. Oh, but you, you just don't know how to pronounce it or you don't know what it is at all? Both, kind of. Basically, I want you to just tell me what you think it is like <laughs> to see. Because it, it is a very funny name. I'll give you the initials. It's G-M, uh, like okay. General Motors. But a, a much stranger name than General Motors. Garfield Munchausen. It's not that. that his is name a is funny Garfield name. Munchausen. Uh, I'll say the first name is, it starts with a ga, a ga sound, a gar sound. It's probably a name that only, I'll say only a white person would have. I think it definitely is in that variety. And the last name is something I don't think I've ever heard of before. But it kind of is similar to a type. It kind of has a similar sound to a famous type of nut that might be in like a dish of a nut mix. So that's your hint. The, okay, and the, um, I looked it up. You cheated. Yes, I did. Gardner Minshew is the name <laughs> yes. of this man. My second hint was going to be, additionally to being a probably a first name only a white person would have, I was also going to say then, it's Gardner? a, uh, yeah, Gardner, that's a, that's a white, that's some white shit, I would say, right? Gardner? Yeah. But I was going to say yeah. then as the second clue that it's also a job. Um, but anyway, Minshew, I was thinking like Cashew, I don't know. I've never, yep, I've no, never right. heard of the name Minshew before other than this guy. I respect his yeah, but so honestly. Uh, we were talking funny tweets um, before, like with that Kellen Moore one gif. There was another good one I saw where they put, and you're looking at a picture of him right now, it sounds like. They put him, they yeah. put him from, because he came in and finished the game off for, you know, when Foles went out. So they had a still from his press conference on Sunday and a still from Brady's press conference. And they put them side by side on Twitter, and they're like, the one, on, the one on the left is forty two, and the one on the right is twenty three, and clearly it looks, it. it clearly looks the opposite. So, it's pretty funny if you find that tweet. I have no idea who put that one out, but um, anyway, I guess since I mentioned Brady, we might as well talk about them for a hot second. I mean, speaking of unstoppable looking, Jesus Christ, and to boot we haven't really amazingly we're i don't know 20 minutes into or not like more 30 minutes into uh talking a little nfl here and we have not touched on the story that clearly gotten by far the most play or the ongoing saga since the start of the season or before the start of the season our last episode was finishing up our previews so we didn't even know about this whole thing yet when we did our course our afc west and our uh, afc east previews but of course, the ongoing saga of Antonio Brown, who probably has walking CT or whatever you would call it. I mean, I don't know, but... Hey, let's stop a little, like, whatever mental health issues he might be dealing with. Or whatever genius he's <laughs> dealing health, with. I mean, that's still a mental health issue, right? I mean, it's a mental issue, at least. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, apparently he's going to play week two, barring who knows what could happen in the next few days. Obviously, with this guy, I, many things did could you happen. Hear the, did you hear the thing that I heard about the thing that the person accused him of doing in college? Uh, some type of assault thing? Yeah, it was a it was a rape charge from college. That was a charge that was covered up, or was it just an accusation? Uh, recently made. So not a charge in the, in terms of he didn't go, he didn't get charged with the crime, right? I'm googling it now, but something happened. Uh, Antonio Brown assault. Well, even if it did, that's not going to keep him out from like a game next week or something, like some something older. But... Antonio Brown accused of rape in a lawsuit. And from college, from his college days, or this, yes. this suit, well, the lawsuits from back then, or it, it's coming out, or it was recently filed. Uh, recently alleged. I mean, fucking if Derek Rose just gets to keep playing basketball, I guess he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, at least he's not going to get suspended over, over that, considering everything else going on. Oh no! Uh, this alleges that in June 2017 and in May 2018, sexually assaulted a woman named Brittany Taylor, a gymnast whom he met while they were attending Central Michigan together, and whom he later hired as a trainer. He later hired her as a trainer. Right. So it seems like during their professional relationship, uh, she is alleging that he assaulted her. Okay, because I thought you were just uh, saying. And or raped her. I thought you were saying he assaulted her, and and then she just agreed to be his trainer, which I was like, what? All right. Well, anyway, I guess not surprising. So he might not play a game for the Patriots, uh, depending. But also, nothing bad happens to bad yeah, men. Yeah, that's so kind of what I was saying. Might just always, yeah. Derrick Rose is having an NBA resurgence, so who's to say? Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's had quite extensive injury problems that completely, almost completely derailed his career. But, yeah, karma doesn't usually always happen that way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this Brown thing is just, like, clear there's something gone, gone wrong with his brain. Or some people say, yeah, he's a secret genius because he ends up on the Patriots, the best team because of this. But he was traded. But he forced his way out of Pittsburgh. They traded him to the Raiders. And he did not want to be I there. See, that's right. For some reason, I was thinking, like, he then agreed to extend with them or something. But no. I guess that's not the case. No. <laughs> in fact, based on him getting into an altercation with their GM, they voided the guaranteed money on his contract and were going to pay him week to week. So he just demanded that they release him. Now he's on the Patriots and has recently been alleged to have raped a person. So who's to say what happens? Yeah. And of course, the the Patriots organization, they wouldn't stand for anything like that, right? Oh, wait. No, I'm sure they won't care at all but yeah so that was the newest i guess thing i mean this could happen hourly with brown this month but yeah but they don't need him man uh, oakland doesn't need him uh no the patriots the, oh, the oakland yeah, needed him bad and don't have him and they're gonna be bad. they did win against uh, on that on that other monday game which i didn't see they won against probably one of the other worst teams that the Broncos. Yeah, I was about um, <laughs> to say, the 27th best team beat the 28th best team. Hey, a win is a win, which is more than I can ever say for my Browns week one, and oftentimes at all. But yeah, the Pets don't need him. I guess the hope for the side, the light side, you know, everything is good versus evil, black versus white. I mean, not, you know, black versus white in the terms of... Okay. Of, uh... Just move on. Yeah, anyway. Uh, good, you know... I'm just saying, like, the Pats are obviously on the side of evil, so for those on the side of good, like us, and like most good citizens, we're thinking, how is this, 
how can this hopefully fall apart for the Pats who seem indestructible? I guess the best hope is that Brown comes in and just screws things up somehow. But they really don't let people destroy their locker yeah. room. One season they hired Albert Hainsworth and Chad Ochocinco, who I love, uh, in the same offseason, and they didn't work, and they just they were gone. Ochocinco, by the way, told the Dolphins that he will come back and play for them again after uh, several of their players apparently requested to be traded after that, yeah. that meeting they took. I saw that. <laughs> but uh, probably won't happen. I love Chad Ochocinco, and it would be fine with me if he were back in the league. Yeah. Kiss the baby, right? Isn't that a thing he was always saying on Hard Knocks back in the day? I think so. Um, hey, your old friend Des Bryant can maybe get a tryout with the Dolphins or something like that. Uh, he is still under contract with the Saints and rehabbing injury. Is he still under contract? I thought that would have been voided. You're probably right. And they don't really need him either, probably. But, but yeah, the Pats, I mean, are they going to be... How many games do they lose? Three, maybe? Maybe? The Pats Two? are capable of going 16-0 yeah. with this roster without uh, Antonio Brown. Of course, Brown. they're at the Dolphins this week, so right. the cake schedule is... They, they probably will go 7-0 based on just who they play. And then it gets it gets tough. They've got six pretty tough games after that first seven and zero jaunt. Uh, they play like, like the Cowboys. They play like some of the other AFC contenders. They could go sixteen and zero, and I don't know. Hey, Cowboys Pats could be a good one for sure. That's week seven, you said. Cowboys Pats will be a good one, but we'll lose. We'll lose. You'll lose, yeah, probably. I wouldn't bet against that. So, but what about those Steelers though, who they kicked the shit out of as well? I mean, we were. So far, we were maybe wrong on the Falcons. We were maybe right on the Steelers. We were both kind of down on them. Or I thought, or maybe you got turned around even, like, after we talked about it. You were a little higher on them. Then you are like, yeah, maybe they won't be good. They Yeah. I think I talked myself out of the Steelers, which might have been the right move. I mean, it's early in the season. Everyone takes time to play themselves in. But if, I mean, if Ben is going to play the way that Ben has played for 35% of the season for the last three seasons for more of the season this year, like, they're going to be bad. The defense might be okay. They drafted that rookie who's supposed to replace Ryan Shazier, uh, which they desperately needed. I mean, they obviously couldn't stop the Pats at all, but maybe that's just because it's the Pats. I don't know. Well, no one's going to be able to stop the Pats or score on the Pats. All right. I mean, yeah, we'll see. But also, there is a funny thing from that. Another good gift to look up is... uh, with audio on this one, make sure you get... Did you see the thing with the, the center, the false start call? Everyone yeah. but the center. <laughs> that, I've never heard that been said before by a ref, which is pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's a good one to look up. That one's in the zone almost of like... Not quite there, but that one Chiefs... Or not Chiefs, the one Colts play from a few years ago where they ran it. They ran some weird play where the line like lined up down the field and only the only the center lined up between the quarterback and they just got destroyed. Do you remember that one? It was some yes. weird trick yes. play the Colts tried. That was the dumbest thing ever. So yeah, that was giving me a little slight flashbacks to that. Not quite the same, but I don't know what else. Uh, I'm looking. I'm still looking at the slate for this week. Vikings might be good. Yeah, what happened with them in week one? I can't even remember now. They ran the ball 800,000 times, and it doesn't matter who their quarterback is because their defense and running game might be pretty fucking good. But also, the Falcons might be pretty fucking Oh, they're the bad. ones who play the Falcons and beat up on them. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so we don't know. They play the... Uh, oh, yeah, they're in... Like I said, they're in going to Green Bay, right, this week. That that should be a good game. 
I don't know who to pick in that one yet, but we'll see. Oh, uh, Saints at Rams, that should be good. Obviously, rematch from, but... Yeah, yeah, that should be pretty good. Do you think the Saints get back to the playoffs? Do you think the Saints get back to the NFC Championship? Let's talk about this. Saints, I definitely think, will get back to the playoffs, certainly. I mean, I think both, I still think both these teams will be back in the playoffs. In terms of, I don't I don't think this will be the matchup again. I don't, don't really think I see the Rams going back to the NFC Championship this time. I probably, as of right now, would yeah. say the Saints could, should be back there, yeah. I mean, like, anything could happen, but one of, like, either of these teams have to play either the Cowboys or the Eagles, and the Cowboys and the Eagles look pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, obviously, they got off to that really slow start in the first half, you know, shaking off the rust, I don't know, and then was still, you know, the Washington team, so I'm not ready to crown them quite yet, but we'll see. They're, I mean, also, they're at Atlanta this week, so if Atlanta really is bad, like, they might be. We might not be able to get much from that one either. That's the Sunday night game this week. You know, hopefully that's a good one too. Chiefs came out still looking good, right? Yeah, they should be fun. They were they're the ones playing the Jags. They maybe even got a little bored or something in that one, and they kind of let the Jags come back, hang around a little bit, but doesn't didn't really matter. What about the Chargers? We're thinking they're at Detroit this week, but I don't know. Felipe Rios, he might still be good. Might be. These Niners have a soft schedule to start off the season even though on the road for two games to start i think pass on the niners for like in terms of like being consequential in the playoff race but they could do well this season like i'd be proud i was kind of on them in our preview if you recall you were a gut feeling i don't know but they're so they they played they started off at tampa won that one now they're at cincinnati this week so should be another should be another one for them, I think. Pretty soft-ass schedule, yeah. The Bengals hung around in their game. I'm trying to remember who they played now and ultimately lost. But Seattle. Seattle. They did not play Seattle poorly. So who knows? You're they, right. might, they might win, but... Yeah, I don't know. Bills at Giants. I think the Bills should start 2-0 here, but who knows? And John Brown was really good in their comeback, and he was also riding my riding the pine for my both my fantasy teams. I drafted him, but didn't start him, so... Hopefully that wasn't his one big game of the season because I, I need to use him. drafted John Brown every year that he played for the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, now I don't play fantasy football When he anymore, was on the so. Cardinals, on that era of the Cardinals, they did have a couple good options, and with this Bills team, I don't know if they really do, so this might be his spot right here to yeah. shine. We'll see. Yeah, kind of touched on most teams. I don't know. Is there any, any I didn't touch on at all just now? I think I hit most oh, of them. I'm certain there is. Um, we didn't talk about Indianapolis at all. Yeah, I guess we didn't, other than me bringing up that thing from several years ago. That was funny. They look fine. They're at Tennessee, yeah. so that should be an interesting game. If Well, I, uh, maybe not from a viewing standpoint, but it'll be interesting to see maybe where these teams are, or will we not be able to tell still? I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like no matter what happens, nothing that happens in the NFC South matters. AFC South, excuse me. Yeah, I guess... And the, and there's two AFC South the AFC Souths are the four teams that are playing matched up against each other this week so yeah oh I'm gonna probably pick the Titans in this one but I would based on their defense against oh your Browns yeah so unfortunate and you know Derrick Henry still could pop one at any time like he did in that game as well so he's not bad it's a pretty good weapon they had some rookie too that made a couple big plays like we. We couldn't bring him down at all, like tackle him. Some big, big lumbering, I think, receiver. Maybe he's another tight end, but they obviously have a big, big old Delaney Walker, too. But that seems to be their offense, basically, 
other than Mariota is like a bunch of big lumbering guys, including Henry. So just get beefy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, th- so no, I'm still. The more I talk about stuff, I can you know work myself back into uh, back into interest for <laughs> this season here, and I might even watch the end of this uh, Thursday night game here now. Why not? So we'll wrap it up soon here. But I mean, is there anything else you want to touch on? You could even talk about your EPL or anything. You said that they were off uh, last week. They have off weeks in that league? Uh, yeah. So European soccer leagues will stop for international breaks. Because the international teams are playing each other and stuff like that? Yeah. So your players will just leave to go on international duty. So, like, Harry Kane's playing for England. Deli Ali's playing for England. Eric, Christian Eriksen's playing for Denmark. Uh, those are all Tottenham players. See, stuff like this is kind of one is one stumbling block, I think, in the way of me ever really getting into It soccer. literally takes one season and playing, like, one career mode on FIFA. Yeah, but it's just from the standpoint of, I mean, I even feel, even this is partially why I don't like college sports much either. It's not the same thing about the players are going to play in different leagues or something, but it's just, like, the league is so unwieldy and, like, college football and stuff like that apart from all the other issues in college sports but like just from that standpoint well college sports being bad yeah uh, just from that standpoint of like it's too hard i need stuff to be condensed when it's the college thing it's it's too broad and you can't tell which team's good versus another necessarily because like it's too big you know and different divisions and all this stuff and then with the soccer thing it's like players can go to they could stop for i guess now international breaks and play on different teams or they can get loaned out and stuff like that like I don't know. That's a little bit of an issue for me. Like, I, I like a concise, like, sure. this is what we're doing right now. This is the season. Players are only playing on this team. If they're not playing, they're not playing anywhere. I don't know. That's The international break is annoying because, like, for instance, my Tottenham Hotspur, uh, the Lily Whites bought a center midfielder named Giovanni Lachelso from Real Batiste in Spain. And so, like, he's no longer playing in Spain. He's playing in England. But during the international break, he goes and trains with Argentina and plays with Argentina, and he pulled a hamstring, and we just don't get to use him now. Um, and that is super annoying. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But also, I mean, it works the other way, too, if you think about it. Like, Tangi and Dombele plays for Tottenham, and he also injured, like, his groin, I think, a couple weeks ago, and just didn't get to play for France, and France did not get to use him over this international break. It's just like, I don't know. It is a different set of quirks where, I don't, literally I'm telling you, it just takes playing one, like, career mode, like, manager FIFA season. See, whenever I play FIFA, I only just like playing. And, like, I'm not a, a gamer anyway, but I do, like, I do enjoy FIFA. It's one of the few video games, like, I will enjoy playing, but even when I do, it's just if my friend has it or something. But, like, I always just want to play, like, Spain International. That's yeah. Like all I ever want to do. I never want. I never really like to play like any of the league, like actual leagues, like Premier League or La Liga or anything. Like I just want to play international games. Anyway. Sure. And that, and I think that's why I can get. I know it's like um, the World Cup and stuff is like, just liking that is very like um, fair weather's not the right word, but you know what I mean. It's like very. I get an attitude of like that's not like the real thing, you know. Or if you're only a fan of that. Well, exactly. Really yeah. All those players play every every one of the four years, three years between world cup years but with like the structure of the world cup and like people are playing for their country that that i can get behind that more like i I can wrap my head around that a lot better and start you know what i mean like so i don't know but anyway who does uh the spurs got this uh, weekend coming up uh tottenham play uh crystal palace at home i think at crystal palace 
or at the palace. Where the hell is Crystal Palace from? There's no place in England called Crystal Palace, right? Uh, Crystal Palace is also in London. How many London teams are there? So Tottenham, West Ham, Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Arsenal, obviously, fuck Arsenal. I think that's all the Prem teams in London, but there are some, like, there are plenty of other teams in London. And that's another thing. Like, Everton and uh, Liverpool are both in Liverpool. Man U and Man City are both in that Manchester. Like, it gets. Remember, at least, because they're both called Manchester. Well, yes. How come no one's able to get. Like, Liverpool can be in. can have that name even though they have another team, too, but how come there's no team just called London then? Probably because there are so many teams in London. I'm, uh, I'm not actually sure. I mean, it's obviously the most fit, most name recognition uh, on a worldwide scale, I would think. But uh, anyway, so I, I might even check out a little uh, football this weekend. We'll, we'll see. I do like, you know, well, the time change was a little little extreme for me last week one because of being even three hours behind Pacific time, which I'm getting used to now. But now I'll be back on that this weekend for week two. This will be my first L.A. weekend of watching NFL since I've lived here, so... We love to wake up at 9 o'clock and watch sports. I do. I'm excited for it. I have been liking the time difference in that regard for the most part so far, getting getting these games on earlier across all sports, you know, so so that's cool. It's, uh, you know, 7.45 here right now, and I'm, it's probably, like, toward the end of the third quarter in the, the Thursday night game, right? So. Cool. It's 10.45 here, and I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... If, if I said most hours of the day, that would still be the case, right? That's fair. Anyway, yeah, it is... Uh, all right, it's not toward the end of the third quarter. Uh, there's uh, almost nine minutes left in the third year. I guess this game was maybe delayed, though, because of weather. That always happens in Tampa. Although, although it's in Carolina, but there is some weather delay, apparently, I'm seeing. So, anyway, 10-9 bucks. So, if you picked... Uh, I think a lot of people probably picked the Panthers in this one for, like, a suicide pool type of thing. That could potentially be in trouble panthers will probably come back but anyway yeah that's about to do us here for our check our post week one check-in on mr's pod here you know stay subscribed brooklyn rebound network jeez am i drunk i haven't had a drink and i'm stumbling stay subscribed to brooklyn rebound network hey maybe we'll get some even some movie pods coming soon i don't know uh but definitely some more mr's nfl pods probably some nba pods starting up again coming soon so stay subscribed for all that stuff and uh, yeah, check out my YouTube channel, Drew's Views, and uh, check out your boy Young Clavicle over there at uh, No Thanks Y'all on Twitter. Right? Usually don't have much else to plug. I mean, plug some, I don't know, some more, some more books you like from nineteenth uh, century Russia or anything like that. No, uh, my tweets are fire. You can, yeah, that's it. Do you want me to go back and like that your Dallas Cowboys tweet? I would love that. All right, if I find it, I'll, I'll do that. But yeah, we should be back at talking more stuff real soon, so look out for that. And until then, just enjoy football, football, anime, whatever you want to watch. We'll see you next time. Peace. Pod Boys Productions.